What is this? Give me that. We don't need one of these. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Listening to Lawson and Amy unscripted for your Tuesday morning, first Tuesday of August. Morning, Amy. How are you? I'm good. Happy Tuesday, guys. How are you feeling, Lawson? A lot better this week. I got a little bit more sleep. We've got a good show coming up, though, Amy. Hit us with it. Yes, we do. So, of course, as always, we'll be playing Guess the Lyric this week. We also will be sharing your Uber horror stories, be talking about the YouTubers who made million off of their wedding. And a new study has shown exactly what age you are too old to be going clubbing. Well, stick around. We've got all that and more. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Lawson, I need to talk to you about something that you did. Oh, okay, go on. For a while now, I have been hearing about this game that you like to play called Uber Trivia. Well, it never started as Uber Trivia. It started as Taxi Trivia, but now I take a lot more Ubers than I do taxis. Now, I've been in an Uber with you multiple times, Mm. but quite often when you ask the Uber driver if they want to play, they say no. Mm. I have now finally been in the situation where the driver said yes, and oh boy, do I regret it. (laughs) It was the most... Awkward experience of my life. Would you like to explain how this game works? I would. Before I do, I would just like to say this game doesn't normally go that way, okay? That was a once-off. But when I am in uh, a rideshare car, it doesn't really matter what it is. You just change the name of the game to suit. But let's just go with taxi trivia for now, the the alliteration. I enjoy it. When you're in a car, a couple of friends, perhaps traveling between venues or whatnot, this is a good game uh, to pass the time. Ideally, it's a question-based game where you ask the driver a question about their life. Everyone in the car then has an option to try and guess the answer. Once everyone's guessed, the driver then gives you the answer. If no one gets it right, no one gets a point. If you do... You do. You get a point, then you start again. There is, however, one rule. Before each question is asked, you have to give the jingle. Which is? Taxi trivia! Every time for every question, (laughs) which firstly already is a nightmare. Then we get on to the types of questions you're asking, which are things like, Is the Uber driver married? Which is a little bit awkward because what do I say? Nah, he looks really sad and single. So I'm going to say no, that's just awkward. Did you ask him how old he is? I feel like you asked how old he was as well. Yeah, how old he was. Which once again, you just don't go there. Now the thing that got us in trouble, well we didn't get in trouble, but the very moment that I wanted to curl up into myself and just disappear is when you asked this poor man about his dog. So we all guess our answers. No, sorry, you asked him about his pets. Yes. We all had our answers, and he turns around to give us his answer, which was, well, I had a dog, but it died two weeks ago. Yep. Oh, it's just, oh, we reminded this poor man 
about his dead dog, and it was just, it was just, it wasn't a good situation for anybody. Hang on, in my defence, I apologised. I gave him my best wishes, and I hoped that he was doing okay before continuing on and asking the next question. I'll give you that. You did do that. You handled it well, and the guy laughed it off. I don't think it was that bad. I just didn't want to be in that circumstance. It got me thinking about Uber horror stories. Not that this was a horror story really for us. I think if anyone's walking away with a horror story from this situation, it's the Uber driver. You are the Uber passenger from hell. Just saying. Yeah, okay. My rating doesn't. I'm in four point something. I just don't know why it goes down. I checked my rating the other day too. I'm four point... I'm going to say three or something like that. Really? I'm very low. Wow. 4.5 is like anything below mm. that is bad. bad. So look, I'm the pot calling the kettle black here. You are. Because I also apparently, I don't know why, but I'm a bad Uber passenger. We did a call out and we asked for your Uber horror stories. Now Lawson, take it away. What did the people send you? Yes, excellent. I do have a a couple a couple here. One listener called in and said that uh, their Uber driver asked them if they could kiss them. Ooh. But then ended up having a boyfriend. Ooh. So it was a female Uber driver. It was a male a male Uber driver. Oh, and, and he a, had a boyfriend. Yes, but a female... Shame on me, first but, of all. That's okay. And a female passenger, passenger, though. It was a female listener who sent that in. So a little bit awkward. You probably just, yeah, this is my stop and get out here. Also... I, uh, one of my friends got in touch with me and he has a birthmark uh, that covers about half of his face, uh, like a purple mark on his face. And this Uber driver talking to him about it, told him that he is 80% less likely to get a job because of his face. The Uber driver said that. That is savage. I hope that man got a one-star rating. That's so mean. <laughs> I always have a good laugh about that. You just don't go there. Uh, and... The last one, and uh, I'm not sure which ride share this is, uh, although I do. It's it's one of them. I just don't want to mention it for this one. Uh, the driver was drunk. So bad. That is really bad. Yeah. I feel like that's very uncommon on ride shares. There's so many Ooh. procedures that they have to go through. I just want to throw that out there so we don't get sued or anything. Yes. Um, but wow, that's yikes. That's really bad. That was actually one that I was into. <laughs> Really? Yes. Uh, yeah. What he did went, you do? Surely you called the police was, or something. Uh, well, it was it we it was right as we were getting out that we realised because he like went over a curb and then sort of swerved. So I don't know whether because it could have been that he was tired, but like he was. Either sort way, of, mm. if you're paying for a service, that kind of driving isn't acceptable. Saying that though, also I got one come in that said that their driver nodded off the wheel, at the wheel and went up over the curb, but luckily it was at the end of this person's street and they said, look, I'm just going to get out here, go home and told them to go home. Wow. I thought this was going to be a lighthearted segment. I feel like this kind of took a turn. It's uber horror stories, Amy. What were you expecting? What's what horror has no, how did you think that this was going to be a light segment when you're talking about horror stories? Fair call. Thank you to everyone that sent in their stories. If you would like to join us on the show, you can always slide into our DMS on Lawson and Amy on the gram. Or you can also call us, 599 You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. A new study has shown what age we are officially too old to go clubbing. Before we dive into this, 
Lawson, what's your estimation? You know what? I don't think there's an age. I think that if anyone wants to go at any point, you can go. Like my dad, 65, still goes to a club every now and then with his friends. The limit does not exist. No, there's no limit. You're only as old as you think you are. You have to get old. You don't have to grow up. Are you just saying this because you yourself are old? I'm not old. I'm just in my 20s. Sure. Yeah. Well, I am. Think about it. You're yeah. nearly out of your 20s, yes. that's no, fine. Exactly, which means I'm just in them. No. Yes, it is. because Okay, if I'm 29 and it's three days until my 30th birthday... I'm just in my 20s because I'm just about to go out of them. No. How can you argue with that? You're just wrong. No, that's... Okay, listen. We've got a topic to get to, but we're going to have to agree to disagree because I am just in my 20s because I'm almost... If you Well, me, myself, and I... Yeah. I am actually just in my 20s somewhat. I would say 23 is just in your 20s. You're in... Your early 20s, therefore, you were just in your 20s. You're in your mid-20s. Okay, cool. I'm in my mid-20s. Yeah. Either way, I hate to break it to you, Lawson. You're nearly 30. Yeah, I know. Which means I'm almost out of my almost out of my 20s. Would you agree that I'm almost out of my 20s? Yes. Okay, which means I'm only just in them. No. Yes, it is. Okay, listen. We're gonna, whatever we're going to talk about, it's going to come after eight because I'm getting fired up and... Wait, okay, let me just give you another question. You're playing footy, netball, basketball, doesn't matter. You're bouncing the ball, you're going, or if that's in basketball, you're running down the line, your foot is just inside the line, okay? It's just inside. You're in play. You don't step out. Are you just in that field? Yes. Excellent. So if I am one, two years until I'm outside of the field, right? That's quotation marks. Field. Wouldn't you say that I'm just in my 20s? Just? I don't agree with you. But the thing is, (laughs) I'm going to choose to just swallow my pride and say, hey, Lawson, you're right. I think you need this more than I do. I think you're very passionate about this. I think I've hit a nerve. So I'm just going to say, Lawson, you're right. You're just in your 20s. You're a spring chicken. I'm sorry I touched a nerve. Can we please get into the actual topic now? Sorry, I'm not... A spring chicken. I'm old, but I'm telling you, I'm just in my twenties. Okay, on. you're just in your twenties. Let's thank you. move on. Wow. Okay. Mm, feels good. So my estimation. <laughs> thanks for asking. Sorry. I'm 23, as I mentioned, and I feel like I'm too old to go clubbing. So I'm gonna say, my, you actually, you didn't even give an estimation. I did. I said no, not at all. I don't think. It, oh, there's no limit. Okay. No. Well, mine is. I'm gonna say 22 is the age what? where you should stop clubbing. 22? Are you joking? I feel like I'm too old. Let's, okay, let's see what the scientific Mm. study says. So the average age that people stop clubbing is 31. Good, at least. You've got got a few years left in you yet, Lawson. Don't panic. Although the study says that at 37, it is considered tragic to be clubbing, which slightly Mm. savage language for a study to use. Throwing real shade there. I also like how this is a study. I mean, I could have told you that clubbing at 37 is low-key kind of sort of tragic. But hey, I'm not a woman of science. But also, who, what, what science, what, which scientists are wasting their time working out the scientific age people shouldn't be going clubbing? That is not an experiment that should, money should be getting thrown at. 
resources could be much better spent. You're very right. Yeah, it is literally the biggest waste of time because one, who cares? And two, isn't it just depend on the person? Like, True. What's scientific about that too? How did they get a scientific answer to that question? I don't know. When you go into more depth about the article, they go into percentages and the reasoning as to why people don't go clubbing at that age. Some people said they don't like the hangover the next day. Like they're just too old. Mm. They can't hack the hangover. 80% said they prefer the couch, which honestly, same. Mm. Quite a few people said they can't be bothered wearing heels, which I think is hilarious. And also the expenses. There's quite a lot of expenses behind going clubbing. So all those things make sense. But once again, these are things that I could have probably just told you without (laughs) an actual official study. But hey, you do you, boo. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Amy, it's the start of a new month, so I thought, before we go on with the show, I wanted to do a little bit of a public service announcement slash health announcement. Is that okay with you? That's totally fine. Go for gold. Excellent. Thank you very much. Now, at the start of every month, men, I am speaking to you right now. At the beginning of every month, you should be uh, checking your family jewels, making sure that there are no irregularities, uh, nothing uh, out of the ordinary, just to make sure. Because if you catch something early, especially testicular cancer, uh, there is a, a, a huge opportunity to get on top of it early and cure it. I'm just going to hijack this one for a second Please. and take a chance to say, ladies, also just touch your tatas. Yeah. Check yourselves too. Doesn't just have to be males out there. Let's just be on top of this, guys. Wait, hang on. Actually, men should be touching their tartars too. True. Because men also can get breast cancer. So if you do feel a lump uh, or some irregularity, then do go and get it checked out. Do not leave it too late. There shouldn't be a swelling or if one of your jewels is a lot bigger than the other or if you find a lump, go and see a doctor. It is not embarrassing. This has been your Health 101 with Dr. Lawson and Dr. Amy, who are not qualified doctors by any means. No, not at all. Uh, Also, Amy, that was just a little thing, but really, over the weekend, I stumbled across something that will have changed my life forever. We still need a done-done hotkey, I'm just saying. <laughs> We're missing out on so many opportunities here. It's That's so true. Stick around, because after the break, I'm going to absolutely blow your mind with what I discovered. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Amy, I told you that over the weekend, something I discovered is going to change my life forever. And... Being something that's going to change my life forever, you can imagine, it's to do with food. Amy and I talk a lot about food. It, it My life revolves around it. Honestly, we talk about food too much. It's, it's quite sad, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Well, I'm about to talk about it again, because over the weekend, I learned that one of the takeaway shops, the one that sells a lot of fried chicken from a man with white hair and glasses and a white jacket. The Colonel. Yeah, the Colonel. Gotta love the Colonel. You gotta love him. And now I love him a little more because there is a secret menu hidden within the KFC app. 
Now, you've got me to download this app during the break. Yes. Here's how it works, okay? So, to find it, you go to the menu where it has all the different categories of things you can order. From there, pull down on uh, the app so that it shows up the kernel. Yeah, I can little, see him hiding at the top he, there. He's got a little bucket hat on and hold it down. Hold it there for 11 seconds. <gasps> it's a secret menu. Yes. yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, I know. That is exactly how... Lawson, you have changed my life. Yes, I know. For those of you at home who are listening, if you do not have that app, download it. Go to any of the menus just before you're ordering. Pull down on the menu. It'll bring up a little uh, colonel wearing a chicken bucket on his head. Hold it for 11 seconds because, well, 11 herbs and spices. As you hold it, it's going to just appear in another box saying, secret menu, shh. Now, each month, they bring out different secret menu items. It changes all the time. You're joking. They have, at the moment, the Nug-A-Lot, which is uh, a burger with chicken fillet and nuggets in it, a triple stacker, and then a pop and twister, whatever that is. The Colonel is a man after my own heart. That's all I'm going to say. This is truly beautiful. He's gone up. He's gone up a lot in my books. I Honestly. L- but but you know, I love a secret menu. Oh, I know. We've spoken about secret menus before. We've spoken about them from the Golden Arches. Mm-hmm. We've spoken about them from donut shops. Mm-hmm. But we've never touched on a kernel one. Yeah, but you know what? I think this is a tiny little bit different because it's like hidden, like an Easter egg. It's like next level. Yes. Like they scoff. The kernel scoffs mm. at any other secret menu. Because mm. this is a real secret menu that there's like a secret way to do there's it. There's no better feeling, right? I, Tell me honestly, when the box popped up. It's, I feel 10 times cooler now knowing that this is a thing. It's exciting, isn't it? It really is. You don't know what to expect and all of a sudden this giant box pops up. Look, I would just like to say you're all welcome for changing your lives this Honestly, morning. round of applause mm, for you. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, I still don't have no. cupcakes, so I must do my DIY yeah. ones. That's right. No, I thought it wasn't probably worth a whole studio of clapping, but I did appreciate that one little clap. You're welcome. You're really, really welcome. Are we going to KFC after the show? Surely. We are, but for a different reason, <laughs> which I would like to just quickly touch on after the break. Can I have a, a, a little bit of a vent? A vent? About, about the chicken shop. Okay, no, it's all about checks and balances, so we've hyped them up a lot. Mm. It's only natural that we also talk about the not-so-great things. Yeah, bring them down a peg. Yeah, it's very on-brand for you. Yeah. Let's just say that. <laughs> Do you mean to whinge? Yeah. Wow. Rude. That I is... went there. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. And just before the break, I changed everybody's lives with a little... uh. A little secret menu in a fast food app and a secret way of getting it. I do just want to point out that it is the fried chicken shop with the kernel uh, and neither Amy nor I, nor Lawson and Amy, unscripted, (laughs) are, are sponsored by that takeaway shop. It's important that you know this. Yes. Because we're about to tear them a new one. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. (laughs) So... Just pump the tires up. Now I'm just going to let the air out a little bit because uh, starting today they have a new deal where you can buy a bucket, a bucket of chips. Now, 
said bucket is worth five dollars, Amy. Yes. Okay. It fits two large chips. I've done I've done some research on it because I do love chips. Of course you have. Right. Here is my problem. A large chips, one large chips, normally from this store, $4.95, right? Ridiculously priced, which means for one extra box of chips, you're only paying an extra five cents. Mm -hmm. That to me does not say, wow, these guys are doing us a great deal by throwing us a bone uh, or a potato and giving us the extra chips. That's not what it's saying to me. It's saying to me that you are overcharging me for one chips because you can give a large chips for five cents or at least $2.50 for each because it's two chips. I'm in uproar about this because $4.95 for a large chips, and let's be honest, they're never filling it up over the top. It's always a little bit empty. Daylight robbery. Yes, but this isn't a groundbreaking revelation. Of course the prices are overly inflated. I understand that, but... It doesn't mean I still can't be angry. To be honest, I did leave out one big part of this because I was ranting about them. But they are doing it for a charity and every dollar <laughs> every dollar sold from the box goes to uh, a <laughs> charity. You should see Amy's face across the desk is like... You are a horrible person. What is wrong with you? Look, I just felt like what I had to say about it was more important and I didn't want to take away from the fact that they're actually donating money. Yeah, I didn't want to I didn't want to take away from the fact that they're actually robbing us during non-promotional times. Yeah, but they're like Robin Hooding us, which is kind of okay. I'm not mad at that. What I am kind of mad at though is I'm just going to take a moment to expose you on air. Okay. You're complaining about this promotion. <laughs> on the radio right now. Mm-hmm. But what did you say to me on the way to the radio today? <laughs> we are going to be going to this store after this show to go purchase this bucket of chips. Yeah, look, just because I'm angry that I'm <laughs> that their chips are expensive in the off season of deals doesn't mean I'm gonna take doesn't mean I'm not going to take full advantage of the offer. Yep. And knowing you, you're going to turn around and be like, yo, can I have extra chicken salt times 10? Because you are the worst. Do not throw shade my way, okay? Plus, it's not a crime to ask for extra chicken salt. Also, I'm kind of excited because it's a bucket, which means the opening is really large. They should be able to get an even distribution of that chicken salt. So if there's not... Again, you'll hear about it next You've week. <laughs> put way too much thought into this. I'm just saying. I mean, honestly, we're covering the hard-hitting topics here. Speaking of hard-hitting topics, the internet has produced its newest abomination, and we need to talk about it. All right. Stick around. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Now, it is no secret that the internet is a weird place a few months ago we were talking about the horrendous diy jean chair do you remember that lawson yes i do i think i do recall our podcast listeners will not because it was before we started our podcast no maybe i'll check a picture up onto our instagram of the horrific jean chair Mm. okay moving on from the jean chair i want to talk to you about the newest abomination to hit the interwebs crocs now have gloves Croc gloves. Croc gloves. Crocs. 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 Croc gloves. No. Moving on. Mm. 
What is your stance on Crocs, first of all? My Crocs stance? Your Crocs stance. Normally, feet slightly parted, about shoulder width apart, slight bend in the knees, weight through the heels. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a great joke, was it? No. no. But I will actually tell you my stance on Crocs. I started off like the rest of the world, hating them, disgusting, ugly, never wear a pair. But in saying that, I, I had never worn a pair. I was just going with everybody else because they aren't the most good-looking shoe you can have. Mm, it depends who you're asking. Very true. But then I put a pair on on holiday because I was forced to while I was riding... Uh, Wait, hang on. You say you're forced to. <clears throat> How were you forced to wear Crocs? Well, it was kind of a, <laughs> this is a safety precaution for riding a four-wheel motorbike. <laughs> really? Crocs. No, how's that safety? Wow. Okay, well. But they're incredible. I slipped my feet into them and immediately, I mean, instantly changed my mind about Crocs forever. I, I own my own pair. Wait, uh, not, really? Yes. Not real Crocs. I'm uh, learning so many things not about real you Crocs. today. The Mart. The Mart The Mart version. Crocs. Gotcha. They're incredible. They're so good. See, I'm not on your level. I am not a Crocs owner, but very much like you. I was pretty anti-Crocs. I did own them as a kid. I understand the comfort of them, Mm. but just appearance-wise, they're not the most aesthetically pleasing things. However, a YouTuber who I am a huge fan of, Jenna Marbles, is a big advocate for the Crocs. She hydro-dipped them and made her own custom, like, tie-dye Crocs. And honestly, I want one. I want them too now. Jenna Marbles has made Crocs cool. I want to be like Jenna, therefore I want Crocs. So I'm pretty pro-Crocs too. There's two types of people in the world, right? You're either pro-Crocs or you're anti-Crocs. I don't think there's any in between. And I want to know where our listeners stand on this. So if you head on over to Lawson and Amy on Instagram, we will be throwing a poll up on our Instagram story. Weigh in. Are you pro-Crocs or anti-Crocs? Honestly, I need to know. I won't be able to sleep tonight if I don't know what your stance is. So I'm just saying... This is really important stuff here. Well, do we still want to touch on the gloves? Because that's what oh, we, yeah, we got, we yeah, we got about distracted the about. We're, what are your thoughts on the gloves? I just think they're odd. I, I've seen a picture of them. I didn't really read anything into what they're used for. Uh, but normally a glove is used to protect your hand. Plastic gloves for cleaning or putting dye in hair or whatever. You, you know, uh, if you're doing an operation or something as a doctor, gloves are to protect from germs. Doing the washing up, gloves are to protect you. Doing hard labor, protect your hands. Why would you create a glove that has holes in it? It now means that whatever you're touching is also touching your hands. Oh, fashion. For those of you yeah. who haven't seen the picture, the glove is fingerless. It still has the classic croc holes in it. It also has the heel strap What's to make sure point? that you don't slip out of it. Which That's a honestly, wrist. beautiful touch. No. Here for it. That is a wrist strap, obviously. Because it cannot be a heel strap, it's on your hand. Either way. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's it's honestly just for the aesthetics of it all. They also look like they would restrict movement in the hand, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. But I kind of sort of want a pair. No, I cannot see one use for them, and I am not taking fashion as a use. They're not even going to keep your hands warm. The fingers are off them, which you can get fingerless gloves to keep your hands warm. But then there are holes in it, so the wind's going to blow right through. Pointless invention. Croc for your foot. Excellent. Good on you. Bravo. Croc for your hand. Idiots. 
Well, call me an idiot because I low-key want a pair. I'm just going to take this opportunity, seeing as though you asked me to. Amy, you're an idiot. Stick around because after eight, we'll be playing Guess the Lyric. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. We are playing this. Guess the lyric, 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 lyric. What, 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 what's the lyric? <laughs> oh, good, good. I'm glad that I am doing that job again. You've been letting the team down, Lawson. Well, hang on. You nearly forgot this week and you forgot last time we played the game. You're dropping the ball and I'm just, I had to sit you down and talk to you about it. Wait, it's I, unacceptable. I remembered this time. Yes, but she nearly forgot. Anyway, right. we're arguing a lot today. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Lawson just went on like a 10-minute rampage again about the Just 20 thing during that break. I'm putting the video up on the Instagram. I mean, wow. I don't. I didn't know what I was opening myself up for. Look, look, just quickly, I did go on a little bit about it in that news break, but... I feel like I have a solid argument and you are just taking the opposite side just to go against me. I'm not. I mean, it's just, it's stupid, but I mean, I don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, that's it. Now well also, done. speaking of you going on tangents and rants, <laughs> before you dive into it, Lawson, we're all aware that you suck at this game. Every single mm. episode in the podcast, there is you going on some kind of tangent about why you suck at this game, how bad you are at this <laughs> game. So just for all of the listeners at home... We know. All right. Well, it's because I don't get it right. Then I feel insecure. So I have to let everybody know that I suck. And now you're explaining it again. Again. Okay. Let's dive into the game, shall we? Let's get into it. I bet her mama never told her why I'm going to try. Thank you. I re- Do you know what? This week, I really think you're going to take all three out. And I just think to myself, why do I keep giving you easy songs and then you come in here and pick the hardest part of every song? There, I don't pick the hardest part. I pick the beginning or the chorus. Mm, whatever. You're sure. just a sore loser, man. <laughs> cool. I don't even know the song. I don't even know who sings it. You look so mad at me right now. What? Who, who is this song? It's the Jonas Brothers. Oh, you're joking. You are in the minority not knowing this song. Oh, jeez. How ridiculous. Of course, I've got all their albums. It's so good. I listen to them on repeat. Trapped at the bottom, just cool. Swimming to the top, just cool. <laughs> and this is what the answer actually is. Makes it one to zero. I never thought I'd die alone. I love the loudest who'd have known. I traced the phone back to the wall. Turned out it was never plugged in at all. Really? Oh no. I clicked that button with a lot of anger <laughs> and malice and enjoyment. Trace the cord back to the wall. No wonder it was never. 
You are being so no, no. particular. Excuse me. You said I traced the phone back to the Did wall. Did I? Yes. I was very, very close. Yo. His palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Nah, just kidding. Mom's spaghetti. Oh. He nervous, but on the surface he looked calm and ready to she drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what, what he wrote, wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking now. Did Everybody I get it right? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Oh, look, I was just throwing you shade. I like how we didn't even play the answer for that one. We're just like, yeah, no, we got it. Okay, look, I feel bad now for saying you gave me a hard one. (laughs) I put this one in because I was like, he has to know this one. That is the song that they play at a party that weeds out the weak from the strong. If you can't (laughs) rap, lose yourself, Mm. you need to remove yourself from that situation because you need to go educate yourself. It's just, it's, it's part of our culture, you know? You just said... If you can't rap, lose yourself, you need to remove yourself. And I really, I was here for that. I I'm liked a poet, it. and I didn't know All it. right, okay, that was, you just ruined it. All right, next song, next song. Last, last, last one. Last song. So it's currently one all. Now think of when we were together. Oh! Do you want one small? Yes, it's on the tip of my tongue. Like, when we were so happy we could die? Okay, wait. What was that's, it? That's like, very unconfident. Like, when... Like, when we were so happy we could die. Okay, all right. Here we go. Let's have a listen. Ugh. Like, when you said you felt so happy oh! could die. So close, but yet so far. This is really frustrating me mm. today. I've had two where I've known the basic gist of it. But just a couple of words here and there have tripped me up. I'm feeling like you. Two years and just like that. My head still takes me back. Thought it was done, but I guess it's never really over. Oh, we were such a mess. But wasn't it the best? Thought it was done, but I guess it's never really over. For the win, oh, no. your guess is... Oh, no. Just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. What do you reckon? Play the answer. Oh, no, I think I might be just the same as you. Wrong. Just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. Do I? I think you do. Oh, yes. Yes. Which, yes. which means... Lawson. Hell, it's frozen over. You've you've won. Oh god, this feeling. What is it? it feels so good. Ah. Oh. What what is this feeling? What is it? I feel like I'm a I, I I'm a loser. I finally understand oh. what it feels like to be you. Welcome, welcome. It doesn't feel good. Look, no, it doesn't. Uh, my heart is just racing a, a hundred beats per minute at the moment. Acceptance I'm... speech. Go. Who would you like to thank? Look, I would like to thank first and foremost yourself. For making it quite easy for me this morning. I would You're like welcome. to also thank myself for doing it. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> you are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Now, over in America, two big YouTubers, Tana Mojo and Jake Paul, 
live streamed their wedding and made $3.2 million off of it. Now, that already is a real concern to me because these two people aren't... I mean, are they? They are celebrities, aren't they? They're very controversial. Tana Mojo was known for TanaCon, which is essentially Firefest 2.0. Jake Paul is known for doing lots of dumb things. He's just... He's a very, very controversial figure himself. His brother is also a straight-up idiot, so... Well, my problem is that if they made that much money, what you had to pay to watch it? Yep, you had to pay to watch it. So many people were interested that that's how much money they made. I'm just blows my mind of people paying money for that. Well, that's the thing is Tana Mojo has 4.8 million subscribers. Ugh. Jake Paul, 19 million. Far out. That's crazy. Huge fan base. And majority of their fan base, Jake Paul's at least... Are children. He started off mm. as a Disney Channel actor. Oh, uh, okay. So the ceremony itself cost $500,000. So that is a huge, huge amount of money to spend on a wedding, which is fake, by the way. Tana and Jake have come out since Whoa. saying that it was fake, which I think is kind of ridiculous that they even have to state Hang on. that it's fake. Wait, you just dropped that like it was nothing. We literally started this Yeah, because it saying- is nothing. That's the thing. That's what's bothering me about this story. MTV is covering the story saying that Tana Mojo exposes the wedding as fake and just for content. It's like, well, duh. This isn't the first time that Jake Paul has married someone just for content. He also has had multiple, multiple relationships with people throughout his career that are fake and just for content that have been exposed. So the fact that people are surprised that this is fake is surprising to me. Now, I'm a little confused. Uh, they they held it, charged people money, then they came out and said uh, that was just fake? Yeah. What? That doesn't make sense to me because surely that would make everyone angry that spent money and wasted time watching that stupid wedding. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is lots of people are angry, but I'm like, didn't we we knew this was fake. Come on, you had to have known this is fake. These guys haven't even been dating for that long. I'm using air quotations with that one because I don't even know if they're in a real relationship or this whole thing could just be for views. Honestly, oh, People on the internet get paid way too much money, and this is an example of that in its prime. It really feels like a scam to me. Uh, obviously, it's it's not uh, in the sense of like they can't the people can't get their money back, but that you faked a wedding, charged people money to watch you fake a wedding, isn't that a scam? Isn't that essentially yes? But must be a really good... my my opinion of it is I feel like a lot of the people watching it would have already known that it was fake and it wasn't real and it wasn't legal. Why did they pay money then to go and watch it? Like, why would you pay money? Like, this is, uh, I guess, like the wrestling, people go and watch that knowing that it's not real. Yeah, I guess just for entertainment values. Apparently they had some Game of Thrones-style brawl in the middle of the ceremony. (sighs) So that, I guess, could be classified as entertainment that people would want to pay money for. Wow. You are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. Sometimes on the show, we like to play a little segment called Today Years Old. How this works is essentially we discover things, we learn things, and we share them with you guys. Lawson, you kick us off. What have you learnt? Wonderful. Firstly, uh, this is a space 
uh, type fact. Did you know that Uranus uh, has, well, it has many moons, but one of its moons, its name is Margaret. Margaret. No. Yeah. That's a fun fact. It's a little bit of a fun fact. My nan's name's Margaret. I, is she a moon? Does she? No. no. Can we also talk about the fact we're talking about Uranus and mooning? Am I the only very immature person <laughs> yeah. here that, I, look, that I, is finding this entertaining? I tried to be a responsible adult and not go there. and uh, I, I went yeah, there. You went there. Of that's, course I did. That's okay. Now, I also have a I was today years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not the best one. For radio, it's a little bit more visual. Mm. But that's why we have social media, so we can throw the visual things up for your looking pleasure. A deck of cards, right? Yes. The eight of diamonds. I was, and you was, today years old when you discovered that there's an eight in the middle of it. Picture it in your brain. No, 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 I know, I know. Some in the picture. Look, I, I, I know, I just didn't want to, I wasn't today, look, it, it's, come on, as soon as you mentioned playing cards, surely, look, I, I almost have a, a deck of playing cards in my hand every day. I did actually know that. The listeners, hopefully. Hopefully there's someone out there that was today years old. Yes. And they discovered definitely. this. I don't think they did it on purpose, but it's there nonetheless. Oh, hey, look, I don't mean to poo-poo your... Well, you did, I did. So. I really did. What you I'm, really did. Well, what I'm saying is, I guess, and this is hard to say, I'm... S- <clears throat> Sorry, one second. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, that was harsh. Wow. Gross. That was Did really... you just get possessed by a demon or something? Are you are you okay? That well, looks like it hurt. It's just it did actually. I'm just not very often that I'm sorry to you anyway. <laughs> Look, if you if you only just tuned in, Amy and I are actually friends outside of this radio room. The amount of times that we actually have to say this on air <laughs> is questionable. It makes me question, wait, are we friends? <laughs> Do we actually get along? Yeah, I reckon we do. But that's just me. Wait, do we? I don't know. You're a good kid. Okay, thank you. I'll take that. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. And each week, Amy and I take turns in choosing three new stories from the week and then the other person picks one of those stories and well you get to hear that one story the other two into the trash news article number one gang leader attempts prison break in disguise okay number two man accidentally recycles life savings and number three Chinese mine tries to beat environmental standards in most lazy way possible. Chinese mime, did you say? M- uh, no, like a, a mine. Mine, like gold mine. Hi ho, hi ho. Yes, off to. I'm going to go with story number two. Number two, man accidentally recycles life savings. A man has thrown away his life savings, which he was keeping in a shoebox. Well, firstly, I find a ridiculous place to keep all of your life savings, but. They ended up finding the box. By the time he realized, he called up the recycling plant. They they looked for it and actually did find the bag, but it had already been through a huge processing plant. It did have some of the money left in it. His life savings was $23,000. He got back three hundred and twenty. So, <laughs> dollars, not, yeah. That is so sad. 
sad. Look, I've got a feeling, perhaps, that maybe those workers went home with a little bonus that day. Yeah, most likely. So, just to clarify, mm. this is like $20,000 of just notes and money yeah, 20, in a box. Yeah, $23,000. And he's thrown it out. But here's my problem with this story. That would be a heavy box. $23,000 is a lot of paper and coin if you are going to have it. Enough that it doesn't feel like an empty box when when you feel it. And he had to obviously throw it in the bin. So, so he would have felt it. Unless It just doesn't make sense. How did that happen? How old is this person? I feel like it's an old person. Uh, it doesn't actually say the age. See, this is what I'm picturing. is like a little old man and he's throwing out his life savings. And this is heartbreaking. Honestly, I'm so sad. We need to make like a GoFundMe or something for this person. Now, nah, there's a lesson in this. Put your money in the bank. People don't trust True. banks, I this guess. This is why but... I reckon it's an old person, because old people have a weird thing with banks. Either that or a flat earther. They don't trust anyone. Oh, it could be a flat earther, in which case I don't feel as bad. Honestly, though, I feel like this is something I would do. This yeah, is that... a level of stupidity that I would function on. I think that's why I'm feeling so empathetically towards this person. I relate. Fair enough. I'm actually kind of sad you didn't pick the gang leader breaking out of prison. That was a goodie. That was a goodie. Well, well I'm never going to know. It's going to disappear. It's never to be spoken of again. I'm always going to be wondering. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. The results are in. We threw it out to the people, whether you are pro-croc or anti-croc. And the results are 33% of our listeners are pro-croc. Rubbish. And 67% are anti-crocs. I bet that everyone that is saying they're anti-croc never put a croc on their foot in their life. I was going to say, 67% of our listeners need to educate themselves and enlighten themselves because they're missing out, man. Slide your foot into a croc and then after that, if you still don't like them, like the feel of them on your feet or whatnot, fine, that's okay. You're allowed to not like them. But you can't just not like them just because they're, in your opinion, ugly. Or fugly, as some might say. Yes. Well, and do you know what this reminds me of? I iPhone users who say that Apple is the best, better than any of the other brands, yet have only ever had an iPhone. That one stings a little bit. I'm feeling slightly personally attacked. Oh. So we're just going to move on. Last week, someone slid into your DM and messaged you a very... Different message, one would say. It's not something you usually get asked, which was, what could I draw on a giant piece of paper? Lawson, do you have an update on this? I do. I have since replied back. I asked him, was he like going to be drawing something like a Where's Wally type really busy image or just one big image? Also, how big is the paper? Because I kind of wanted to get some information. Yeah, very good questions. These are things we need to know. Here's his response. Since I have you here, I might as well explain in more detail. I decided to DM every housemate from Big Brother to get an idea from each and then put it into one artwork. I would be trying to mash things together and the page is an A3 size or around that. I just thought that this would be a really cool idea. Then he sent another one after that. Also, I just got home from school. <laughs> Honestly, I love this kid. He is great. And what a sick idea. That is so cool. Uh, it is, it is, but I'm, I've got, I feel pressure and stress because what do I, what do I tell him to draw? Well, that's why this is a segment. mm. So we can get all the people to weigh in 
and you can come up with the best idea. Because that's the thing, is this is now a competition. It's now all of the Big Brother contestants, so you need to have the coolest thing drawn to represent you, you know? Or is that just me being slightly competitive? Uh, no, no, that's, that is kind of you being slightly competitive. But I did put this out uh, yesterday just to the people on my own social media just to see what kind of, you know, response I got. I got one person, one person reply back. And their answer, uh, I won't give their answer, but I'll say it in a more radio friendly way they wanted they wanted an adult toy farm interesting i mean i would be i wouldn't be opposed to seeing what what that would look like in a drawing (laughs) form maybe not for this specific project gives me a lot of questions though like are they growing on trees or yeah exactly that's what i mean i need to I want to think more about this, surprisingly. In, in a crop field or, you know, do they need a scarecrow to keep away the whatever's going to come to steal adult toys? I don't know. How did know. we get here? Not crows. I don't know. I really do not know. Am I allowed to weigh in on to what I think should be on the piece of paper? Your name is in the show, Amy. Yes. Yes, but I'm not a Big Brother contestant. Technically, no. I'm not included in this. I'm just hijacking Well, it. neither are any of the people we've asked for information, so it doesn't really matter. True. Look, as long as we give him a good answer. Okay, well... My contribution is narwhal. I want him to draw a narwhal. A narwhal? A narwhal. Are you familiar with what a narwhal is? Uh, I believe it's the underwater creature that has a unicorn horn. Yeah, it is. Yes. I don't know why I want a narwhal. That was just the first thing that came to me. So that's what we're putting down. So at the moment, the options are a narwhal or... An adult toy farm. An adult toy farm. We've got we've got some really great options there. <laughs> really, really... Really vast. Uh, no, so please, send if you have something you want to see him draw, send us a DM. Slide in. Let us know. Uh, we want to make this a thing. We want to find the best option, and we need your help. So we are calling you guys to action. As always, if you would like to contribute, Lawson and Amy on Instagram. You can also message us on our own social media accounts. Lawson, where can they find you? Lawson Reeves 91 you can find me at Amy Mariah. Also, if you guys are listening on our new podcast, we launched it last week. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Please follow, subscribe, leave us some reviews or feedback. We would really, really appreciate that. And lastly, just before we go, while we're talking about sliding into our DMs, in a couple of weeks, we would like to try a game to get to know our listeners just a little bit. So we would like if you would like to be a part of this game to send us in two truths and a lie in a direct message to either myself at Lawson Reeves 91 or to Amy at Amy Mariah and also give us the answer of which one is the lie so that on air we can play two truths and a lie and try and guess uh, which one you are telling a lie as. So please, if you can, Send us some of those in the coming weeks. If we get some good ones, we'll try and play that as a game. That is all of our shameless plugs done and we're out of here. Have a glorious day. Thank you for joining us this morning. See you next Tuesday. Bye.